a violent battle was on the horizon one dark, and gloomy day. All the races shouted aloud, kill the other, for it is so, only one race shall remain, but it was on this day fate would yield to the turning of the tide. All the races had one book of knowledge assigned to them, and each a painting, but no other race was allowed to see each other's piece of knowledge or art, for each was sacred to their race. Each race read their book and engraved the knowledge in their mind for it would become them, and they would become the knowledge. The art, too, would become an engraving in their mind of what their true purpose was. But unbeknownst to each race, the knowledge that they so closely studied and so seriously and undeniably accepted, was a ruse. For each race was given the same knowledge of war and death and hate in different versions, when none of it was real, and none of it was conjured up by them alone. Instead, an outsider race, whom these races couldn't see, had arranged the battle all along to let the races take each other out, so they could at last, face only one race and battle them alone. In each painting was a depiction of all the races with their almighty swords pointed at one another about to engage in battle, their swords were touching one another as if united by war. And the races carried their books of knowledge filled with hatred and manipulation that they couldn't resist for how beautifully their own race was described and for how despicable all the other races were made out to be. The book was their everything, and they would fight to the death to defend it, for the book told them so, and they listened to the book. The outsider race, a colorless and emotionless race, cast a spell on all the books and art and that was what made them so powerful, that was why the other races were so ignorant, they didn't know any better because they couldn't see clearly. And so, at last, the races got ready for battle, for the book told them to and the art showed them how. They set off to battle against one another and so the greatest race should win and become ruler of the land. Except, one race had already solved the puzzle, they discovered the ruse and when they escaped from the spell, they could see the true depiction of the art was not that of war, but one of freedom. And all the races were not wielding swords and engaging in battle, but were holding each other's hands and engaging in peace. And the race discovered they weren't just a race, but a color of unity, and that all the races could possess the color of unity too, if they could escape the spell. So they shouted and pleaded across the grounds with the other races to stop and listen, but the other races refused, they were too far gone under their spell. So the race that escaped the spell had to think quick before they all perished. Before all the races could engage in bloody, hellish battle, the one race would have to cast a spell of their own, the spell of truth. The one race went inside themselves and figured they must use the self to connect with the other races, if their souls could connect, then maybe they would all listen. The race closed their eyes, embraced the sound of silence, emptied their thoughts and let go of their force. And there they saw the other races within themselves, not as a whole, but as detached individual souls that filled their own bodies like sand in a glass bottle. And as if time was frozen, almost as if time wasn't real, they spoke to the souls, all of them. They pleaded with them to see within and connect with one another or else all be undone and be left bodiless and lost for eternity. They reverberated the whole of everything, they cast down the truth with inner connection and dispelled all the lies and manipulations of the outsiders. At last, the other souls agreed, they felt connected, and united once again. They were all the color of unity. The colorless race was powerless once again, and the races and their color of unity were more powerful than ever before. Oh, the colors, and they last. Dash. CG.